0: Take 10 or 15 minutes and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen?
1: Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's
2: B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Get in zone. Auto Welcome to Autozone. Ah, uh, is your check engine light on? The free Fix Finder service reads your check engine, ABS, and maintenance lights. It even sends a detailed report directly to your email. When you need to get back on the road, AutoZone's free Fix Finder service is here. Get the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes only at AutoZone.
0: Get in the zone,
2: AutoZone. See details at AutoZone.com. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM.
1: This
3: game just was the microcosm of our entire season.
0: Man, I, uh, I couldn't be more proud of the guys, and I, it's such an honor to be
2: on this team. Uh, I was there when Tom Brady said, I'm turning the keys over to you, and he did it right in our locker room.
3: I knew if we got in the tournament, man, we were going to be a hard team to beat. Just because I know the guys that we have and how hard
2: we work. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 3 FM. this is SportsCenter. Sports.
0: Christine Lisi, edge rusher Hassan Reddick dismissing a report that he requested a trade from Philadelphia on X. Reddick posted he never asked for a trade but understands it's a business and is preparing for what's next. He would like to get an extension done with the Eagles. Reddick is entering the final year of his current contract. NBA crew chief Ed Malloy admits the foul call on the Knicks' Jalen Brunson last night was wrong, said the contact after the release of the ball was incidental. Marginal to the three-point shot attempt by Houston's Aaron Holiday late in the game should not have been called. He's right about that, says ESPN NBA insider
1: Brian Windhorst. This was an absolutely brutal call. Um, and not only that, but it it was great defense. Jalen Brunson played great defense there. He forced Aaron Holiday into only using one arm. Exactly. Because he was he, he he did such good, he did such good contesting of that shot. He
0: did one arm. Wichita police arrested 45-year-old Ricky Alderett in connection with the theft of a Jackie Robinson statue six weeks ago. They don't believe the crime was race-related. They say the motivation, selling that statue for scrap metal. Hey, it's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy. Coming on Wednesday, I'll tell you which players will have the biggest impact on next year's NFL season. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU.
2: You're listening to the Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN, Wichita, ninety-two point three FM. Small town, big dreams, and a young boy the age of fifteen had a premonition his city would get seen. Now I'm winning, get shame in the city
0: of the
4: home of our hero. What's up, Wichita? And what is going on, Derby, Kansas? That is right. We are here at CBD American Shaman Derby, our home away from home. And we'll tell you more about what they got going on here in just a little bit. Welcome into the polls. I'm Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. We are also coming at you in a couple different spots. If you have any interest in streaming the show, if you don't want to listen to the show on the old radio dial, that's fine. But you can still stream the show on your smartphone. You can pull up ESPN Wichita on the TuneIn app. You can also pull up ESPN Wichita on ESPNWichita.com. There is a Listen Live button. You can't miss it. It's right there. Also, on top of that, though, you can go and check out older shows. You can go and check out our content from Super Bowl 58 Radio Row from last week. Another special thank you to Pinnacle Homes and Davis Laker Outlet for making that coverage possible. You can listen to our takes from yesterday. Whatever it might be, whatever your flavor, you can always go back and check out our programming on ESPNWichita.com. And if you want to listen to the show live and you don't want to do it on your smartphone and don't want to do it on the radio, let's say you're inside your house, if you have a smart speaker, cool thing for smart, smart speakers to be able to do is to stream the show and stream the station. All you have to do is just tell it to tune into ESPN Wichita on 92.3 FM. It's very simple. Or KKGQ. Sometimes the ESPN Park gets a little funky. But tell your device to tune into ESPN Wichita on 92.3 FM. It's one of the easiest things you can do while doing some different things at home or at the office. If you want to be a part of the show today, feel free to call 316 669 4996. 316 669 4996. For those that paid attention to the show yesterday, we started another round of $30. Kansas Lottery tickets, where you could potentially win some money. This is the Cash Blitz instant tickets. Not going to give any away today, but in the future, future reference, file this away. Be ready to call at 316-669-4996. The text line number is 316-247-0923. Had a lot of texters yesterday yesterday. If you want to keep the good times rolling, feel free to text your thoughts. KU gets wallet last night. We'll talk some more about Super Bowl 58 in just a little bit. The Kansas City Royals have an announcement coming up in 25 minutes. Whatever is on your brain, if you want to get it off your temple, feel free to send us a text at 316-247-0923. We also have social media. Go to Twitter. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have a lot of digital content coming from all those social media pages, and if you paid attention to our coverage last week, you would see a lot of the stuff that we had last week on the air also be on our social media pages, so go and check them out, make sure to like and follow Facebook, Twitter slash X, as well as Instagram, we would sure appreciate that. Here on the show today, coming up, it's not going to be Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com. No, no. He actually just landed not too long ago. He's meeting a friend to grab some lunch. And he's like, man, I don't want to bail on him. I'm like, that's fine. That's no big deal. Could you go into our number two? He said, absolutely. So Matt Derrick will actually take place at 325. We will also have a Tuesday with Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle that to open up our number two, Shockers with another tough loss. This time, the FAU. We'll get Taylor's thoughts on all things Shocker athletics. Then at 345, a take-two Tuesday. So while it's coming up at 225, we'll talk about KU getting destroyed. And I want to bounce something off Jack. And want to get his vibe on a certain thing that I was thinking about. I was talking to Shane about it earlier today. And he said that wasn't the worst thing in the world. Now, I don't know if you can actually do this or not, but I am intrigued, and I want to know what Jack thinks about KU, if this were to happen. Not KU basketball as a whole. I think we all know where Jack stands when it comes to KU basketball. But I got something, an idea, coming up at 225. Then at 245, hopefully by then we actually have concrete news on the Kansas City Royals. Not going to bring it to you live if we had renderings to actually shoot through the radio dials to you, maybe that would be a cool thing to do, but that is not what we have for you. We'll talk about it, though, at 2.45. So that is our lineup for today. It is February 13, 2024. Thank you so much for joining us here this afternoon. We sure do appreciate it. Thank you for making us Wichita Sports Leader. ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Had a texter, 316-247-0923. It's like people want this Bud Light Neon sign with the Chiefs. Someone asked, did we draw yet for the Chiefs Bud Light Neon sign? No, but that is coming up. Actually, just got done handling the Brian Cook jersey, autographed jersey, not too long ago. We're dealing with the plaque, and I got to get the 40 to 50 names that we have for the grand prize. I got to get it on this giant wheel and I have to spin it. So I promise you it's coming up. I'm hoping to get it done as soon as I get home today. That way we're ready to rock and roll. We haven't forgotten about that though. So thank you so much for reminding me and thank you so much for listening so much that you are interested. You have a vested interest in a Kansas city chiefs by lightning on sign. And might I add that person, It's a first-time texter. We like first-time texters. Thank you for texting. If you want to be a first-time texter, hit us up. You can just say hi. That's fine. Just say hi at 316-247-0923. As I mentioned, we're here at CBD American Shaman Derby. It is truly a home away from home. We're out here every single month in addition to Twin Peaks and some various remotes that we do from time to time CBD American Shaman Derby open from 9 to 9, Monday through Saturday, Sunday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. But I have been told that they are soon, they're going to expand their hours. They're already 9 to 9 and 10 to 5. They're already putting in a lot of work, but they're going to expand their hours coming up here before too long. That's exciting. But, guys, we all know what's coming up. We all know what's coming up tomorrow. It is Valentine's Day. And if you want to rekindle that romance or rediscover your romance, they have some different things for you. You can boost your endurance and satisfaction with our blue pill for him and her. You can rediscover romance with their horny goat weed and get natural elevation for Valentine's Day. If you haven't been in, you'd be surprised to see that American Shaman now offers Kratom products. And in celebration with the big game on Sunday, you should try their back to back signature immune support and signature topical cream. I've tried their cream before for my shoulder. It does wonders. It does wonders. Also, too, they have Myers Mushroom Tictures. Myers is local, located in Hayesville. And have you seen their legal recreational flower featuring many popular strains, including their newest Tropicana cookies? That's what they have here at CBD American Shaman Derby. Life is better with the feather. Come on out, corner of Baltimore and Market. Check out all the selection that they have. They have so many different things here. That's probably the one thing I get most impressed with every time I come out here. I come out here once a month, and I'm always blown away by their selection and what they have that's new. New ways to help you. Either the battle, pain, anxiety, lack of sleep, whatever it might be, CBD American Shaman Derby. They have the remedy for you. So come out and say hi to Jeff of the Gang on the corner of Baltimore and Market. It's a beautiful day. Come out this way. Highly recommend it. So the Super Bowl has come and gone. Chiefs won 25-22. The one thing I like, I like leftovers. I love leftovers when it comes to food. I love Chinese food that are, that's leftover. Thanksgiving has a bunch of great leftovers. Super Bowl-wise, we did a full, essentially a full two-hour show on, on Super Bowl 58, but it still felt like we didn't have it all covered. So I wanted to dive into that a little bit. And I want to start with the ratings that we saw from Super Bowl 58, and it's going to transition to to a question the overtime victory versus the niners on sunday averaged 123.4 million viewers across tv and streaming platforms that shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million for KC's victory over the philadelphia eagles with a seven percent increase game was televised by cbs nickelodeon and univision and streamed on Paramount+, Plus as well as the NFL's digital platforms. Nielsen also said a record 202.4 million watched at least a part of the game across all networks. That's a 10% jump over the figure last year, which is 183.6 million viewers. The CBS broadcast averaged 120 mil. The network's previous mark for its most-watched Super Bowl, was $112.34 million for the 2016 game between the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers. We all know that the game on Sunday, it was just the second of 58 Super Bowls to go in the overtime. The previous one, you had the New England Patriots rallying to take down the Atlanta Falcons 34-28 in 2017. The question that this all transitions to, And I heard you and Shane talking a little bit about it already, Jack. That's kind of the thing when you're driving, you're listening, and I'm like, oh, man, I was going to bring that up. But you're already ready to rock and roll for this. And that is, where does this Super Bowl rank in the history of Super Bowls? The fact that it was second overtime game of all time, Yes, locally, everyone's going to pick it because it's the Chiefs, but take the Chiefs' aspect out of it for just a moment and truly try to be unbiased here. It's an overtime thriller. It's a win on the final play of the game, which I think that stands for a lot in itself. You have Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest quarterback right now in the NFL, Who's the face of the National Football League? Travis Kelsey's a prominent figure. You have Mr. Irrelevant on the other side for the San Francisco 49ers, in addition to Christian McCaffrey and the rest of the weapons that they have, and San Francisco, for that matter, being just a good team. Where would this rank for you? I brought up the Giants and the Patriots when the Giants had to win three games on the road as a wild card team. And then they matched up with the undefeated New England Patriots. They would get the win 17-14. I would imagine that's got to be up there. I'll never forget the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers getting the win 27-23. We almost saw James Harrison pass out on the football field and die because he had that, that pick six. You have the Steelers and Cowboys back in the day, which was Super Bowl 13 featured Terry Bradshaw for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But that's going way, way, way back there. Where does this rank to you in your eyes, taking Kansas City out of the mix? How would you rank this game? Because according to the viewers, now, you can also cheat a little bit here too because you have all these different platforms and all these different channels. So it does cheat the system a little bit. But the numbers don't lie. This is the most watched Super Bowl ever, and for good reason, considering it was an overtime finish. Is this a top five? Where would you place it?
3: I think it probably has to be top five because it was a walk-off touchdown in overtime, and we're not used to that in a Super Bowl. I mean, if you get an overtime, no matter what the score is, it's going to be entertaining to the viewer. Uh, I think the the Falcons-Patriots 28-3 game has to be top five. Yeah, Giants, Patriots with Eli Manning, and you know you had uh, the catch in that game. That's got to yep. be up there. Uh, Kevin Dyson, Titans and Rams has to be up there. You brought up Steelers and Cardinals, the game winner. I mean, there's so many great ones to choose from, and there's also been some snooze fest ones like when Seattle beat Denver forty three to eight in the Super Bowl, and there were a couple of uh, ones in the '90s. You know the Cowboys bludgeoned Buffalo and in one of their Super Bowls. I think twice, actually, they beat him up pretty good. So to Cowboys fans, that's entertaining. But I think for the average Joe, the NFL viewer that just wants to be entertained, it's hard not to put this one top five or even top three in that matter. And it'll be tough for for Kansas City fans because it's like, well, we're always going to be considered biased because the Chiefs won that Super Bowl. If the Niners would have been on the winning side of that, I don't think you would have called it top five because it would have been so painful for you to go back and watch it. But I would say to the viewer – I mean, man, overtime, you know, the Niners scored, so it wasn't like the Chiefs were just, you know, wasting down their final drive there to kick a game winning field goal like last year when they played the Eagles. Like that was a great game, but the end was a little bit anticlimactic because it was like a 28 yard field goal or something. Nothing where everything was on the line for that point. Of course, if Butker misses it, you're going to OT, but he wasn't going to miss a, a field goal inside of 30 yards. This one. You know, the Niners had a three-point lead in overtime, and Patrick Mahomes had to go the length of the field basically to win that game, and it was on a play to a guy that barely had any impact for the team uh, at any point in the regular season. So, yeah, top five for me, I'd throw the Falcons-Patriots game up there, Seattle-Patriots game there. Um, I would say Cardinals and Steelers has to be up there because that was another wild finish. And then I might go... I'll go uh, with Titans and Rams there. I think those would be my top five uh, just off the top of my head.
4: Okay, that's actually a pretty, pretty solid list. Here are two things that could potentially hinder this one and, and put it away from the top five. And I'm not saying I agree with this. I'm just sitting here spitballing a little bit. We all know that offense reigns supreme in the National Football League. They're the first half. Some people would probably consider that first staff to be extremely boring. Not saying I say that. I'm just saying I can see how that can hinder it just a little bit. But the finish, and that's what people are going to remember the most. It's it's going to be the finish. But the other thing that I thought could have hindered it a little bit too, it's not like Patrick Mahomes was going up against the cream of the crop at quarterback. Could you imagine if it was Mahomes going up against – I mean, even Dak Prescott would hold a little bit more weight than than a Brock Purdy, at least I think – it would hold a little bit more weight. Don't think Jordan Love would have done anything for me. Jared Goff probably wouldn't have done anything for me. Maybe Matthew Stafford a little bit. That's the, the downside of the NFC is you look at the the quarterbacks over there. Brock Purdy was the quarterback to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So those are two things that I think that could have potentially hindered it from being a, a top five. But look, it's it's the finish of the game it's Patrick Mahomes, the face of the NFL, who has done so many incredible things. He put on the cape once again to drive the length of the football field, and he got the job done in overtime. To me, it's a top 5 1, but most people, I don't know. I, I, I'm really curious to hear from people who aren't Chiefs fans. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you're not a Chiefs fan and you can give us a little insight, let us know. 316 two four seven zero nine two three i'm bummed that jeff isn't here today because jeff is mr iowa state cyclone so i know he's hurting because brock purdy didn't win the super bowl i know he's hurting that's probably why he's not here he probably took off because of of uh, brock purdy not winning a super bowl but for real (laughs) he's happy yeah he wasn't (laughs) i'm sick uh but really if you're listening you're not a chiefs fan let us know where that ranks to you at 316-247-0923. couple more things I want to bring up. I saw that there was a report that Kyle Shanahan, he was talking to, I believe it was an NFL Network guy, and Kyle Shanahan, he was asked about the decision to take the ball in overtime And he said, quote, it's just something we talked about. None of us have had a ton of experience with it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys. We just thought it would be better. We wanted the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. Got that field goal, so knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal. And if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. I don't know. As much as I want to believe him, that he's trusting his defense, I don't know if I would put Brock Purdy in that situation. Because if you give the ball to the Chiefs and they go down and and get a touchdown, now all of a sudden Brock Purdy is put into that situation. I don't know he's going to thrive in. See, the Chiefs wanted this to happen because their reasoning was, great, if they go down the field and score a touchdown, we're going to go down the field and score a touchdown, and we're going to go for two and we're going to get the win. It's amazing to see the two different philosophies there. And I keep hearing from people talk about the overtime rules and how it needs to be changed. All I can say is all those people that say, hey, overtime needs to change and they don't bring a solution to the table, you're not really helping out the, the scenario here. Because I want to know what the ultimate overtime rules would be to make everything the best for the National Football League. I don't like the fact that I brought this up to Tim Grubbs earlier today. I don't like the fact that the rules do change in, a, in in the postseason compared to what you see in the regular season. Not saying that the game needs to end in a tie because that's pointless. That's not going to do it any justice. What I'm getting that is if you can't follow the same rules in which the clock actually matters and now it doesn't matter in the Super Bowl, that just seems a little backward to me. But, again, what else you want to – what else do you want to add? Do you want to make that count? Is that the only change that you can make? I, I still don't understand because you want to see both teams possess the ball and you want to see both teams have a have a chance to, you know, get the win. But that's just me. I've heard, I've heard people say, yeah, I hate this. But anyways, 316-247-0923. Just want to bring up the overtime deal with Kyle Shanahan. He brought it up. I think the Brock Purdy argument will have to be looked at in several years to see how well of a quarterback he actually is. All right, Texter. Jack, I I heard you bring up the comparison. And when I was driving, I was saying in my head, because I know exactly what you were talking about, when you brought up Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo being the same quarterback (laughs) production-wise. Because they are the same quarterback production-wise. They are. It's just Jimmy Garoppolo was traded for, and you have Brock Purdy, which Adam Schefter tweeted out a story that the Niners didn't even look at Patrick Mahomes because they felt like they had Kirk Cousins in their back pocket, but instead the Patriots offered Jimmy Garoppolo and one of the picks that they got, I believe, in the return, or maybe they traded one away, I can't remember, but one of the picks that they had that they got via wheeling and dealing ended up going to be Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy, and I don't think Brock Purdy was terrible on Sunday, to be honest with you. I don't think he was terrible. It's just Brock Purdy isn't Patrick Mahomes, and I know that's saying a lot because there are no quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, but what I'm trying to get at is, can Brock Purdy go and win you a football game compared to a Patrick Mahomes or others in the NFL? Josh Allen can go win you a football game. Lamar Jackson in the right scenario, I should say can go win you a football game because he didn't do it against the Kansas city chiefs. Those guys can go and win football games. I'm not, I'm not sure Brock Purdy is that type of guy quite yet. I, I really don't know. And, and, and I think what you're trying to get at, Texer, too, is if we look back at the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy hasn't done anything, then you're going to look at it even more and go, well, Patrick Mahomes beat a very sub, a below-average quarterback. That's what it might go down as. That might be the footnote of the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes also had to go through Josh Allen, and NFL MVP, and Lamar Jackson. He had to do it both on the road, and he had to go through Tua Tagovailoa, who at one point was – a potential NFL MVP candidate. So it's only Patrick Mahomes that earn it because I still think he earned a Vince Lombardi trophy. But I like where he heads at, Texter. Appreciate that. 316-247-0923. Lastly, another nugget on Steve Spagnolo. Jack, I don't know if you saw this or not. I'm going to ask you if you have. Did you see a picture that's out there, a graphic, a chart that shows the coverage-type tendencies of every opponent that the Niners face this year. I did, yes. So you know exactly where I'm going with this then. hmm There was one team that played more man-to-man than the Kansas City Chiefs this year against the Niners, and that was the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns had 71% of their coverages and man-to-man 29% in the zone. The Kansas City Chiefs, and the way that the Browns did it too, by the way, they were 61.3% in cover one, and they were 9.7% in cover zero. The Chiefs played man-to-man 64.3% of the the time. They ran cover 140.5%, and they had the most cover zero out of anyone at 21.4%. Steve Spagnolo daring the Niners. It's what he did. And he also has LeJarrius Snead and Trent McDuffie, so you can go one-on-one with those guys because you can trust them. But Steve Spagnolo, basically daring the 49ers. Okay, do this. And the San Francisco 49ers, they had their chances, and they couldn't capitalize on those opportunities. That was just another nugget I wanted to bring up have another text here on the text line, 316-247-0923. Speaking of dynasties yesterday, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on if you consider the Patriots having two different dynasties or if you lump both of their runs into one dynasty over 20 years. Jack, do you consider two separate dynasties or one big lump for the Patriots? I'll ask you that question.
3: Um, It's a a great question. It's a great question. I I think that's kind of a fun one it you know i'd probably lump it together because even though they weren't um winning super bowls in that 10 year they also were uh-huh. right in the hunt of them every single year i mean they had the the 19 and 0 season or the 18 and 0 season before losing the giants so they were in the hunt and lost a couple of super bowls in that stretch so to me if you're still competing getting to the playoffs winning your division i think i got to lump uh, the dynasty together but if they were you know 7 and 10 or i guess back then it would have been Seven and nine, or eight and eight, and six and ten, and then all of a sudden it'll bust back onto the scene. Then, yeah, I'd probably say there were two dynasties there, but because they were so good from 2000 to, to 2017 or 18, I'd probably lump it to nearly a two decade dynasty.
4: Yeah, I think that is the way I would view it too, because of how close they were every single year. They were always competitive, they were always being that type of contender, and it probably helps too. It goes hand in hand with. Taking a look at the division and seeing the division, realizing that it might not be the strongest of divisions, that plays a factor, too. So I can kind of see that also being part of it. Because with the Chiefs, like even this year, they lost to the Broncos. They lost to the Raiders. They didn't look very good against the Raiders. That was kind of the... The, the rubber meets the road type of game that the Chiefs needed in order to go, okay, well, now we're going to flip the script and get things cleaned up and, and be, a, be a better football team going forward. You would probably argue that the AFC West would be a little bit tougher than what the Patriots had to deal with in the AFC East, but that's for a whole other subject. I would say one gigantic dynasty would be, would, would be my pick for the New England Patriots, considering – just how good they were on so many different levels. 316-247-0923. Just some uh, leftovers from Super Bowl 58. Chiefs getting the win twenty-five-twenty-two. And over time, we'll circle back to this topic in our number two as we visit with Matt Derrick of ChiefsDigest.com. That's approaching at 325. Right now we need a break. Later on, we'll get you that Royals update. They are set to make the announcement in about 15 seconds. But in the meantime, while we gather information, we're going to talk about KU getting cream last night. And I want to float something out the jack and the rest of the world when it comes to KU basketball for the rest of the season. We'll tell you about that next. As The Pulse continues to broadcast from CBD American Shaman Derby on the corner of Baltimore Market, it is a beautiful day. Come stop on by, say hi Get something for that pain that you've been dealing with for a while and nothing else has worked. Because let me tell you, CBD CBD American Shaman Derby, you know what makes their products so superior? The nanotechnology that they have. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to come and talk to them. Because you'll go, that makes sense. And that's why it works for a lot of people. Come on out to CBD American Shaman Derby. Up next, KU. Falls to Texas Tech wasn't pretty. Not going to talk about the game itself, but more so, what does Kansas do from
2: here? That's next right here on The Pulse. This is The Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Have an old four o one K from my former employer. A rollover IRA may be a convenient, flexible way to take your retirement account with you. Let me, Pete Anderson, Investment Advisor Representative at Vantage Point Financial Group help. I'll guide you through the options so you can make the right decision. Find me online at VPFgroup.com or by text 316 333 7530
4: Securities and investment advisory services offered through Osaic Wealth Incorporated, member of Venera SIPC. Ozaic Wealth is separately owned and other entities in marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of
2: Ozaic Wealth.
1: Abdi.
2: Basketball fans get ready. Sunrise Christian Academy visit Wichita and the Wichita Sports Commission proudly present the second annual Air Capital Hoop Fest February 15th and 16th at the Garvey Center on the Friends
1: University campus. Brace yourselves for a showdown of epic proportions as four of the nation's top high school basketball teams face off. Teams in action include Sunrise Christian Academy, a local favorite, Link Academy from Missouri, Veritas Academy from California, and Wasatch Academy from Utah. Get your tickets today at visitwichita.com get dash tickets. Toppers Plus Truck Accessories has moved to a new location at 333 Northwest Street. We're ready to hook you up for trailer season, whether you're towing your boat, cycle, RV, or lawn equipment. Toppers Plus has receiver hitches, goosenecks, fifth wheel hitches, brake controllers, and trailer wiring. Choose from top brands like W Hitches, Made in Kansas, or Reese, Curt, and Draw Type. Hitches matter. Get trailer season ready at Toppers Plus. New location, 333 Northwest Street, or ToppersPlusKS.com.
2: Make your truck work for you! It!
1: Mahomes. It's up. there, Jack Pop,
2: Kansas City. It's a great win. It's because I know how hard it is to do.
3: It wasn't just offense. It wasn't just defense. Everybody had to step up, and um, it was a heck of a run. I think it made us
2: tougher for moments like right now. Congratulations to the back-to-back world champion Kansas City Chiefs from all of us at ESPN Wichita, ninety-two point three FM.
4: All right, I'm not going to lie. So for those that don't know how it works behind the scenes in the radio world, you just sit and you wait for the bump. Bumper music, like what Jack is playing right now. When that Chiefs Congratulations promo was going, I thought that was Jack Johnson whipping up some special bump music. I thought he had some special drops today. Oh, man. Well... That was a really cool promo. I know that for sure. And I'm glad that we're playing those right here on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita on the 23 FM. This is the Pulse. We are currently located at CBD American Shaman Derby on the corner of Baltimore and Market. You should come check out CBD American Shaman Derby. If you have been dealing with pain and nothing else has worked, CBD American Shaman Derby, Derby might have something for you. If – you are tired because you can't get good sleep, try CB night. Or let's say coffee's not doing the job anymore. CB go is a really good idea. Do you have pets that are very anxious and nervous? They have something for your pets as well. They have something for everyone, and they always have a wide selection of goodies. They always have daily specials. And their hours are always incredibly flexible, 9 to 9, Monday through Saturday, Sunday from 10 to 5. But wait, there's more. They're going to potentially expand those hours. When will those hours be? We do not know, but I have been told that the expansion will be coming before too long. Come check out why life is better with the feather at CBD, American Shaman Derby. I know the Kansas City Royals, they are making their announcement right now. I'm seeing a bunch of pictures pop up, so we'll get to that coming up here shortly. We are in radio, after all, people, so not like I can properly relay the the details to you. We'll just do the best we can vocally to tell you what's going on. Jack, I know, has some thoughts on the situation So we'll get to that here in just a little bit. But first, let's dive into what took place last night in Lubbock. Jack, when I asked you, does KU get the win over Texas Tech, you did not seem very confident, neither was I, knowing that Kevin McCuller, Jr. was going to be out for another game due to that knee that is bugging him. Well, turns out our worries were confirmed. Texas Tech comes out, guns a blazing kept hitting three ball after three ball KU had no answer it was a miracle that Kansas was even within single digits at halftime the Texas Tech dominates number 6 Kansas 79 to 50 KU has matched last season's Big 12 winning team and conference losses at 13 and 5 is what the record was so 5 losses already for Kansas Nick Timberlake had a good first half. He kept KU in it. But in the second half, you needed a big game from from Hunter Dickinson. That's what you needed. But no Kevin McCullough Jr., someone needed to have that monstrous game, and it has to be your All-American center in Hunter Dickinson. And he simply didn't deliver. And you have to give all the credit in the world to Texas Tech. The Red Raiders beat him to a spot time and time again. They weren't giving an inch. And you could tell he was getting frustrated. Bill Self was getting frustrated, which is why he decided to dip out early. He got teed up twice, was ejected from the game. All he did was smile as he walked off the court. It happened with about six minutes to play. KU gets dominated by Texas Tech. And for Bill Self, that was the first ejection for Bill Self, if you can believe that. Red Raiders pummel the Kansas Jayhawks. And apparently we have a Red Raider fan on the text line at 316-247-0923. Guns up, boys. A Tech played incredibly well. Here's the problem that's going to happen in college basketball moving forward, Texter, is guys like Grant McCaslin and Jerome Tang, they become head coaches and in their first year – They have incredible years, and they're going to set the tone for every other first-year head coach for the remainder of college basketball. But the transfer portal can help out, and boy, was there a a special performance last night for Texas Tech. To to score 30-plus points on 12 shots, I don't think you realize just how impressive that truly is. Most guys will get to 30 points, 40 points, and it's going to take you about 20 shots to get there. Darian Williams had a double-double of 30 points, 11 rebounds, and all you needed was 12 shots, a perfect line, 12-for-12 from the field, 4-for-4 from deep, 2-for-2 from the free-throw line. He was the one that led things for Texas Tech as KU gets destroyed. KU was 3-of-16 from deep. Tech was 2-of-12 from beyond the arc in the second half by 8-of-14, from distance in the first half to allow them to set the tone. Jack, here's the idea I'm going to flow out your way. And for KU fans, I want you to think about this for a moment. And and I don't want this to come across as KU throwing the, in the towel. All right? I don't want that to happen. But look at KU's schedule, the remaining schedule for the Kansas Jayhawks. They are still in the hunt for a Big 12 title, but it sure feels like the The odds are stacked against them. It feels like that. They have Oklahoma on the road this week. They get a full week off before they welcome Texas. Then they get BYU at home. Then they go to Baylor, a game that they won without Kevin McCullough Jr., but you might want to back for that one. And apparently he looks like a first-team All-American with him not playing last night because KU desperately needed him. And then you have Houston and Kansas State. If this, and I don't know, this this is all on the inside. I know Shane did a talk to Matt Tate. And I don't even know if, if Matt Tate would really have the inside information about the need for Kevin McCuller Jr. But would you consider, just saying this now, if you're Bill Self, would you even, let's say the knee situation is bad. Remember the Remy Martin situation. Now, it was different because KU had some more firepower, and KU could probably afford to lose Remy Martin, just have him be on the bench. And the rumor was Remy Martin and Bill Self didn't get along. Kevin McCuller Jr. and Bill Self aren't having that issue right now, so let's get that out of the way. But I do bring up, if the knee issue is that serious, if it is truly as serious as it could potentially be, do you rest Kevin McCuller Jr. for the remainder of the regular season? Talking with Shane about that earlier, Shane's like, that's not a terrible idea, and I throw that out there because, yes, a Big 12 title, does that mean a lot for the the history of KU basketball? Sure. But at this stage in the game, isn't it about just getting to the postseason, being fully healthy, and playing your best basketball? That's what we said about the Chiefs. Just get to the postseason, give yourself a shot, stay healthy, and then play your best football in a 60-minute stretch, do it again, do it again, and then do it again, en route to a Super Bowl championship. If you're a KU, now you could lose the next three games out of Kevin McCuller Jr. I'm sure you're going to have to adjust depending on what happens Saturday, depending on what happens next week, whatever it might be. But Kevin McCuller Jr., if the knee injury is more severe, and it could be more severe behind closed doors. I have no idea. This is all speculation. Don't trust my word on any of this. But if you're KU, a postseason run has to be more valuable than a Big 12 regular season championship. Do you rest Kevin McCuller Jr. for the rest of the way if that is what's going to be best for KU to try to win an NCAA championship?
3: Well, you look at where they're at right now. They're fifth place in the Big 12, and if they lose to Oklahoma on Saturday, they're going to be in sixth. Um, I do not believe if Kevin McCuller comes back against Oklahoma for the rest of the way that KU wins the Big 12. So at that point, I'm kind of looking at it and saying, what's the the overall value here? Joe Lunardi has KU as a two-seed right now. I firmly believe if they win out the rest of their home games and lose out the rest of their road games, they're probably still a two-seed, maybe the number one three-seed going into the Big 12 tournament, and at that point maybe you return Kevin McCuller. But to be honest with you, I mean, I look at the, the last half of their schedule here, Oklahoma would be the only one that moves the needle for me. So if you wanted to play him against Oklahoma just to see how it is and then rest him the rest of the way, I don't think I'd complain about that. I think KU would be able to beat Texas at home without Kevin McCuller. It'd be close, but I still would side with KU beating BYU without Kevin McCuller at home. And I think they'd beat K-State at home without Kevin McCuller. As for the road games, here's where I'm at. Even with McCuller, I don't think they beat Baylor. Even with McCullough, I don't think they beat Houston. So I just don't know what you can gain at this point trying to force the issue. I don't think they're going to win the Big 12 outright or even share it if you rush McKevin McCuller back. This is all about making sure you're healthy in the NCAA tournament. And as we discussed in their last road game, you don't play any road games in the NCAA tournament. They're all neutral site games, or you're going to have the home court advantage. Of course it is disappointing for KU fans that had number 1 seed expectation. It's likely they don't get to that point. I mean, I don't know how you respond from a 30-point drubbing to an unranked team and then just rattle off, you know, a 7-game winning streak right now. I don't see the likelihood of that happening. What I need to see is if this bench can ever provide you relief. You know, as bad as that game was last night, there were moments that Nicholas Timberlake and Almarco Jackson looked competent out there in the floor, looked like they could be an offensive threat. That's what I need to see. Honestly, if Kevin McCuller plays and KU wins by four against Oklahoma, but then it comes back to him not being healthy, is there really a benefit to that? I would say no because that just means you're weaker for the NCAA tournament. If you don't have Kevin McCuller at 100% for the NCAA tournament run, you're not going to win. You're not going to make it that far, in fact. Uh, Hunter Dickinson is banged up right now. Dwan Harris Jr. is banged up right now. I would almost take the approach in the back half of the schedule and say, of course you're trying to win every single game, game you can, but I'd almost take the focus away from winning the Big 12 at this point. It just feels unlikely. I would far more be focused on how do we get to be 100% and a very confident version of ourselves when we get to Kansas City in a month. Because at that point, if Kevin McCullers rested up in the last seven games, I'm saying, let's roll it now. Now let's see where you're at at 100% because that could be the difference in this team being a first-round exit in the NCAA tournament or having it in them to make it to that second weekend and have a fighting chance of getting to the Final Four because right now it does not feel like this team is anywhere close to being a Final Four team, and how could you believe that after losing by 30 points to an unranked team?
4: And here's the other aspect, too, and I don't know. like Maybe this is going to be more damaging than helpful. But with Nicholas Timberlake, he's getting the, the chances, right? And Marco Jackson's getting chances. At, at some point, you got to throw those guys out there and go, all right, kiddies, the the floaties are no longer available. You no longer get training wheels. You guys are, especially Nick Timberlake, who is an older guy, who has been better the last couple of games, but Marco Jackson's still playing like a freshman. At some point, you got to make that turn. At some point, you got to be like, guys, it, we got to We got we to gotta go like now's the time. It is no longer no longer the month of November when you can continue to do certain things. It is time to finally take that big step that you need. Take off the training wheels. Maybe that's what you do. And that's when you say, Kevin, here's the situation. We need you at a, a full 100% once we get to Kansas City. I'm going to give all these reps to these other guys that obviously need more reps and maybe more game time experience is going to help out? Maybe not. Maybe it will backfire. But I think Bill Self is in this coaching staff is in a spot where you have to entertain the idea of resting Kevin McCuller Jr. if the knee injury is indeed that big of a deal. And knee injuries are a big deal. But maybe it's not as severe as we think. Maybe it's more severe than what we think. Whatever it might be, You need to take Kevin McCuller, Jr., set him aside and have him be on the bench for the remainder of the season. That, to me, would be the best option right now for KU moving forward. A March Madness run is going to be far more valuable than trying to push it now, and then you have an early exit in the NCAA tournament or an early exit in the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. KU fans, what do you think of that? 316-247-0923. That is the text line. Let us know your thoughts of KU basketball. So we are here at CBD American Shaman Derby. It's so nice outside and people are starting to come in and they are checking out the wonderful selection here at CBD American Shaman Derby. I don't know where you start with because they have so many different things here at CBD American Shaman Derby. They have something for for truly everyone, whether it's your pet, whether it's a uh, Someone who's a little bit older in your life who might be having some difficulty with some pain in their shoulder. I know I had pain when it came to my right shoulder. The topical cream did wonders. Coming out to CBD American Shaman Derby and check out all their goodies. They have great stuff that will truly make a difference in your world. Hour number two. Starts with back-to-back interviews with Taylor Eldridge from the Wichita Eagle and then Matt Derrick with ChiefsDigest.com. Up next, let's give you an update on the Kansas City Royals. They have their site picked out. Where is it going to be? We'll tell you next right here on The Pulse.
2: You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar.
3: Hello, this is Jeff from CBD American Shaman Derby. We can help you rediscover romance through natural elevation. Boost your endurance and satisfaction with our horny goat weed. It's our blue pill for him and her. Happy Valentine's Day. Life is better with the feather.
2: Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate on that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use
0: any anchors?
2: (laughs) Now you've got an open floor plan, trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem, like me
0: based on coverage and limits selected subject to terms conditions and availability Allstate vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates northbrook illinois the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish so remember angie's list is now angie and we're here to get your job done right get started at angie.com that's a-n-g-i or download the app today
1: first we decide where we want to go then we need to know the best way to get there hi my name's adam Barada. i'm the owner of advantage gold we're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country we teach people how to own physical gold and silver
4: We are down to just the last couple weeks in the Kansas Collegiate Athletic Conference basketball season, and teams are trying to get to Hartman Arena in Park City, Kansas, home to KCAC Championship Monday. Join me, Pat Stropman, for our live play-by-play coverage of the road to Hartman Arena. On Wednesday, we'll be in Leavenworth as the St. Mary Spires take on the Kansas Wesleyan Coyotes. Our coverage begins at 6 o'clock, right here on Wichita Sports Leader ESPN Wichita 92.30 them so great thanks jack now i want to go home and play mlb the show or not MLB the show Talk about just major league baseball 2005 with Manny ramirez on the front cover mvp baseball <sighs> darn it well the beautiful thing is about that game is you could build your own stadium You can build your own stadium from scratch. You can do your own ticket prices, your own concession prices, wherever it might be. Well, speaking of that, perfect segue (laughs) to the Kansas City Royals and them making their official selection of the site to build this new downtown stadium. The Royals are announcing right now their intentions to build a stadium in the Crossroads District in downtown Kansas City. They have new renderings. Their new proposed new ballpark location would, in some fashion, incorporate the former Kansas City Star Press Pavilion at 1601 McGee Street along downtown South Loop, which is a close neighbor to the Power and Light District. The connection to the two districts would be fostered by the ongoing plans for a new $200 million park over Interstate 670. Jackson County voters will decide whether to fund the project with an April 2nd ballot measure to secure a 40-year sales tax that would send equal dollars to the Kansas City Chiefs for a renovated Arrowhead Stadium. I'm looking at the renderings. And for those wondering, they look beautiful. Renderings always tend to look beautiful. If you're wondering if there is a big crown, crown vision, Not going to get that based on what we see here with the scoreboard. Again, these are renderings. Things can change, but there are plenty of fountains. One thing I really like is the connection bridge from the T-Mobile Center to this new ballpark. I think that's going to be kind of a cool thing that Kansas City is going to have. Renderings look good. Looks like a nice baseball stadium. And, yes, there are a lot of fountains, (laughs) a lot of fountains. But that was the one thing people wanted to see, fountains. Now everyone's wondering what's going to happen with parking, yada, yada, yada. Look, I mean, everyone seems to be okay when it comes to the arrowhead and that situation, so I'm sure downtown parking, you can figure something out. Jack, what is your reaction to the pictures that we are seeing that have now been released by the Kansas City Royals?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it looks like a really nice stadium down there, a great location. I've uh, basically lived around that area before in my life, and, There's a lot to do down there, and I think that's what the Royals want, to increase revenue, to increase attendance. You know, As great as Kauffman Stadium is right now, one, I don't think it's built to last, and number two, there's never been anything that's developed out there for as long as it's been there, Uh, and that drives a lot of people away. It's like if I'm going to a game, well, I hope they're a good baseball team, and for a large part of time, they haven't been good enough to just go out there and say, hey, I'm here for the baseball game. The way you bring in – the average fans, the ones that may not care a lot about the baseball, is, well, we can go to dinner beforehand, or we can go get drinks afterward, or there's stuff to catch down there, not just the baseball game. And you're going to naturally see attendance rise from that, but more importantly, I think the stadium looks really nice, I think it's a good location, and yeah, parking, that's going to be a question, but I'm sure they're going to have a plan for it.
4: Well, and now, there's so many different ways, <laughs> there's so many different things that you could do, I think, but guess we'll see what the plans are moving forward i understand the situation when it comes to downtown stadiums but i do think this downtown stadium looks really nice and it is in a good location now will it get done will it get done we'll see (laughs) it will get done just comes down to where some of the other changes are going to happen along the way I'm sure we'll have renderings on social media, so pay attention to our social media handles. That does it for hour number one from CBD American Shaman Derby.
2: Our two, next, starting with Taylor Eldridge. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Wichita's home for
4: Chiefs coverage.